Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. Before we dive in, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. Follow the podcast um, wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, anything like that. Please give it a like, review, share it out. Be a friend, tell a friend, please, and thank you. So hit the like button, subscribe button. Uh, before we dive into the episode, if you're watching this on YouTube and the video version, it is Sunday. It is the Billy Up pregame. I'd like to thank TSS Fantasy for leading off the show. Remember, every Sunday you spend it with the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network where we go belly up every Sunday. If we check out on here, the schedule, and this is all Eastern Standard Time. I am probably the only one in Central Standard Time. So from 8 to 9, you have TSS Fantasy. Hopefully you guys just watch them. Now we're diving in here for my Bears pregame. Uh, from 9 to 10, and then from 10 to 11, 4th and 4 with Zach Howellman and Kelsey and the crew, 11 to 12, Rough Cut Sportscast, and 12 to 1, MD's Fantasy Football. Every Sunday, spend it with us as we do the Belly Up pregame shows, getting you ready for every single Sunday NFL throughout the NFL season. So if you're watching the video version, you just finished watching TSS Fantasy, now we're diving in here. The audio version, you're going to get the whole p- entire podcast. There's no edits, no cuts. Audio is all of that. So today, uh, for the Bears pregame, the Bears play the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, the guests today are Zach Kyleman and Kelsey, who are both uh, on the fourth and four, which comes up after this. Uh, Kelsey is also a part of the High Low Sports Podcast, and uh, we've had Zach Kyleman on a few times. So they were gracious enough to come on and 
do a Bears pregame. We talk the the video's been a little edited, so if you want the full thing, check out the Coach Steve Show Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. You can get the whole video version. Audio, you're gonna get the whole audio version. Uh, some things cut out, but there was some great conversation. We talked about jerseys. We talked about the Chicago Bears versus Baltimore Ravens. We talked about abundance of other things with the Chicago Bears, and we talked about who might be the greatest show, Chicago Bears quarterback of all time. And I think me and Kelsey finally got Zach on board with that. So without further ado, we're gonna get into the. Chicago Bears pregame with Zach and Kelsey. Stay tuned till the very end uh, to get my NFL Week 11 picks. Right before we dive into that, just want to let you guys know, betting season is in full swing, obviously. If you go to mybookie.ag to make your same-game parlays, in-game bets, money lines, use the code BailoutFantasy, all one word. It's going to double your first deposit. Free money. Everybody loves free money. Um, also, if you're a football coach and your linemen are getting their helmets scuffed up during an inside run period, if that's happening to you, there's a way to protect the shells or reduce the repetitive blows to your guys that they're taking each and every week. It's Guardian Caps. Guardian Caps reduces the impact by 20 to 33%. It really focuses on everybody, but really on the big guys in the trenches, and you need those guys to win. They're worn by five NFL teams, plus 200 colleges like Alabama, University of Georgia, Oklahoma, Washington, and Penn State. So check them out at guardiansports.com. If you use that uh, uh, link, or you click on the link in the description below, use the code 15OFF. It's good for 15% off at Guardian Caps. So go to Guardian Cap or GuardianSports.com. Use the code 15 off. It's going to get you 15% off your order. And if you're looking for that energy drink to help you with the midday pick-me-up, but you don't want the crash that happens after an hour or so, or are you looking for a pre-workout before you go on a run to the gym, but you don't want all the jitters, well, if you go to SwiftLifestyles.com, you're going to get just that. It's a clean nutritional drink for any part of your day. It will also sponsor gamers. So if you're a gamer already on Twitch or anything and you want to or you want to get on Twitch, use the link in the description below, SwiftLifestyles.com. Use the code Coach Steve Show, all one word, and you're going to get 15% off your order. Get the bubblegum flavor. It's delicious. So without further ado, let's get into the Chicago Bears pregame with Zach and Kelsey. All right. I am welcoming in two guests this week for the Chicago Bears preview, sadness, whatever we're calling it. I, 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 use, I use both terminologies. Uh, first, Zach Heilman's coming back. Uh, we missed out last week, so it was just me, but he's coming back for the Chicago Bears. I'm going to welcome in first time guest with Kelsey. They're both on fourth and four. He's also on the High Low podcast. High Low Sports, right? I said that wrong. Yep. Yeah. No, you, you're good. It's even written down on this paper right here, and I'm just illiterate. And we go we, at this point in time, we answer by anything. You can call us that dumb podcast, and we'll we'll answer to it at this point. Oh, that's the one We're you're on now. Here. That's the one you're on now. So we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> no, this is the sadness podcast. This is this is this is where we this is where we we moan in sadness about former greats that were self deprecating humor. <laughs> My favorite <laughs> guys that were really good in college and in the NFL. Is where this comes from. Yeah, that, uh, although some uh, people forget they were. <laughs> they don't know the school he they played at, but we know. <laughs> um, but Chicago Bears had the week off last week, so it was no heartbreak. Uh, it was actually a good game for them to have the week off. <laughs> we didn't have to see any of that. Uh, but this week they have the Baltimore Ravens, who. Has a quarterback that me and Zach have said 
that our quarterback should be playing like or an offense should be built around two similar styles. And Matt Nagy is still here. I didn't want him to be that sick from COVID, but I was like, could this be a month-long thing where he just stays at home and not come back? Uh, well, well, now Matt Nagy is part of the No Fun Police. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Today? Then you said that about Matt Nagy the saying, chi- Think of the children! <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine the crazy eyes as you say that. Like I just imagine his eyes be popping both ways. Oh, goodness. He's all but for the best the- part of it. The best part of that was like he he says that, and it's reported, of course, from a press conference on Pro Football Talk. But a colleague of mine posts like his uh, highlights from when he was in Arena Football, and he's he's like considered one of the most passionate like football players, like quarterbacks to ever play the game in that sport. Like all the time, just like woo woo, getting all hyped up and like <laughs> you know doing taunting level type of things and playing like an actual hyped up player in a sport that it gets more hype because you have more hitting because there's more garbage going on between the tackles. I'm just saying like today that was such a Matt Nagy is that kid on every football team that just tries really, really hard. That's just like the pump up kid. Mm -hmm. And then he doesn't really like, you know, he just doesn't really know much about the game, but he loves big hits. And then everything else after that, he's like, Oh wait, I have to be a presentation for the younger kids. Crap. But he like he gets super hyped for the moment and then he's like, Oh wait, hold on. Just kidding. My bad. Like I didn't want too far. But uh, yeah, he's he's the goofiest. I doesn't deserve to be a head coach still, but that's neither here nor there. That was my youthful days back <laughs> roughly tw- 10 to 15 years ago when I did play the game. And I, even then, after the games, I would feel terrible saying, no, the children don't want to see this. They want these beer and alcohol commercials and the gambling that we're seeing. They, they love their <laughs> only friends too much. We can't get angry on the screen. <laughs> Think of what they'll do in their schools. They'll do a karate kick just like Cassius Marsh in the hallway. And it'll knock some kid into a locker. They'll stare Dude. them down and they'll be scarred for life. You bring up Cassius Marsh, man. I, that was Have you guys seen a worse call in, in, your, in the history of the NFL? It, it was pretty bad. It, oh, mainly because of how inconsistent the NFL is with this rule is why whatever dude like okay dude he got too close to the sideline and like supposedly looked someone down he didn't and then some the stupid hip check thing that really wasn't a thing but for some reason the ref was like i guess i'll lean into him for no reason they're making it about them (laughs) it just Mm -hmm. like i wish i had a had something i could represent for for the 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 look that the the ref gave he straight up posed like he like hip checks him and then like looks at him and poses like flag like, like, look at the follow through he had. If you look at the picture, it's a beautiful follow through, and he holds oh, it yeah. up and mm-hmm. uh, flicks the wrist and everything. Like he holds the pose. It's oh, it's a beautiful picture. It's, it's what never, you teach it gets out of shoot threes. Why don't we ever bring up how refs sometimes can be getting into the game a little too much and like their own temp, their own like uh, I guess their own hypeness if you will you ever seen one like like say an ump in baseball you know how like they'll get a little more jazzed if the home team gets a strikeout like say you know way they're like they're like they give you the k it's like a lazy k like chiching but then of course like if it's like say you're at a cubs game and you're playing the playing the cardinals and all of a sudden all of a sudden one comes down the pipe from hendrix on a three two a three two count and it just nails it crowd goes wow you see him go bang (laughs) 
That's the same thing in football. If it's like a hold against the opponent at a home field, they'll speak just a little louder and be a little more into that. Like, or, or crunch time, crunch time ha- hand fighting down the sideline. Mm-hmm. It's like pass interference on the defense, and it's like, <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't make it dramatic for me, man. Like, I yeah, WWE crap is that. <laughs> They have a lot of money riding on those games. So when they have to call that, they're like, damn it. I made this bet, and I have to make this. Refs are prima donnas. You can put them in the same category as receivers. Just they're, they're a lot of casual about it. They're not in your face about it. <laughs> I have a term for them. It's year of the ref. It's It's been year of the ref for like six seasons straight since the replacement refs. Every time they get involved, it's just year of the ref version 2.0. Mm-hmm. Right, because that's that's the big cards. Like you don't want to go back to replacements, do you? And everyone's like, "Oh God!" At this point, yes. I guess I, you're right. I kind of do at this point. <laughs> I think I'd be a replacement ref at that point in time. Like, let's go. Can I get that money? I mean, I'll live off that. You can live off that. I mean, What's that? The old shit. XFL came back to the NFL. Yep, you got it. Mm. <laughs> Instead, I let of everybody do everything. Crossed. Look, Chad Ochocinco celebrations all day long. Mm-hmm. Here you want to use oh, you want to use my phone to send a tweet. Like here you go. <laughs> hey, can I get that dollar, Chad? I, I need to go get a drink from the vending machine. Hang on. Hey, hang on. I gotta dig Joe Horn's cell phone out of here somewhere. <laughs> hey, Troll Owens, can I have that popcorn? Can I eat that? <laughs> That's what they need to do. Bring the XFL refs in. Guy on the sideline talking to them. Pat McAfee's over there talking to them. You have the Xbox controller up top with the review. Like, just do that. Like first, okay, you brought the review. The, that that review, the, the review system was the best review system I've ever seen. Because he's like, dude, I don't know what you're seeing here. Like, what call were you making <laughs> as know. he's sitting here playing on an Xbox controller? And I'm like, is he playing old NFL Blitz? Like, what what's happening right here? This is because honestly, that's what I'd be doing. I'd be playing Blitz while they're they're playing the game. Like, oh, at least I'm getting entertainment. It looks like the uh, look like a geeky kid in like the two in two thousands cartoons. You like uh, you do like a spy cartoon or something, and it's like like oh, it's like uh, freaking um, Kim Possible. You know, like the one dude was on a computer anytime he called. You'd be like, that's him. It's like, what's the stitch, man? What you got? Uh, yeah. So that was a bad. That was bad. Hang on, I got it. <laughs> I just got third and ten to do here. Yeah, I gotta kick this guy so I can slide <laughs> in the second save. <laughs> so yeah, that was god awful. Um, just reverse the call and uh, we'll get back to the game. Well, the taunting thing is just stupid. And Matt Nagy knows it's stupid, but he's trying to act like, oh, about the player, shut up. He doesn't like it. Whatever. Hello, pot well, meat I, kettle. Yeah. I, the the. The NFL, too, being the league it is where it's like, you speak any wrong, we take your money into some degree, you know? Oh, God any... forbid your socks are too short or too high. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was like CeeDee Lamb getting the whole 20K fine for uh, freaking un- what, un- his jersey it. being untucked. Untucked but, like, you'll see, yeah. like, Aaron Rodgers have less of a fine for, you know, him and uh, his own team covering up his vaccination status from the public. Like, what the heck is that kind of stuff? Inconsistency. The NFL language. Well, no, I think no, they, no flow. I think the NFL knew about it, but they have to make it look like they didn't and be like, oh, we didn't know. We got bamboozled. We're going to find him $14,000. And Aaron Rodgers is like, oh, here's cash. I don't even need to write you a check. <laughs> even when you're the public opinion. Steve from State Farm, uh, can, you, can you take care of this for me? Thanks. With my, my, uh, 
leftover money from everything else. Gotta, like, just short my commercial by three seconds, and that pays for that. It just, just, it's all I good. I got a commercial shoot check lying around here somewhere. Ah, oh, there it is. All right. Hang on. I got that old Clay Matthews paycheck that he, he left the team before he could get. Here you go. Oh, $14,000. Here's my car. Just, just take the car. Like... <laughs> Or like back in the day when they originally started to put stuff on their cleats. They had the Nike, but they were putting faces or whatever. They find them way back in the mm-hmm. day. And they're like, why? Yeah. It's still Nike. It's still whatever. I'm just putting Christmas stuff on it. I'm putting Halloween stuff on it. I'm putting my own face on it. Oh, that's $20,000 fine. Uh, you remember uh, Cam Newton's Under Armour on his, uh, on his mask? His, uh, uh-huh. The shield clippings? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had they had the Under Armour clippings because they didn't have a law against it, but because it was something other than the brand that was the jersey, they were like twenty five thousand dollars. That'll be enough. Of that yeah, twenty five. <laughs> and Under Armour happily paid it because advertising. Sure. <laughs> you know, I'd do it. Could, could you wear that again? And then maybe can you, put some can you just keep there? wearing it. It's like, we'll let you know Alva, when it gets too expensive. But Alva Kamara's cleats. Adidas, you know Adidas is like, yes, please, oh, yeah. please keep wearing those cleats. Just keep going. I will keep paying you. Imagine if Magic Reebok did that, where it's like, well, we lost the jersey contract. We you know what? Let's just get players to get sponsored. We'll we'll pay those fines. <laughs> they like this stuff better. I think they did with Chad Johnson's uh, chin strap because he was wow. a Reebok athlete. And then when he wore the gold cleats and he wasn't allowed to, I think they mm-hmm. they paid those fines too. Or because uh, they use the Bose headsets when they wear Beats yeah. warming up. Who was it? They put tape over it. They wore them, just put tape over it, or they couldn't see the. Oh, uh, Dak. Yeah, was like... Dak or no? It was. Um... Oh, crap. actually, I think it might have been Lamar. Maybe, yeah, but that was that's also stupid. They're warming up. Yeah, you might see a clip of it before mm-hmm. the game, but I wouldn't notice it. I'd be like, oh, those are cool headphones. Can't can't just say Nike is to me a terrible uniform manufacturer from the experiences I've had, like. I got that like 1936 Bears like special edition that they've they've switched to over the last few years as like one of their alternates, and I bought it. I made a custom like George Hallis number seven and everything, and it cost me definitely a hundred ish dollars. Thing in less than six months, it already has scratch chips off the seven. I can see the white jersey underneath the seven already, and I clean it normally like my other ones. I got a freaking Reebok one from two thousand like seven or eight that still fits me, and it's my it's a custom one too. That Mofo had so much more better build quality than what this crap that Nike makes these days right now for fans. I'm just, like just my personal experience. Nike sucks, but they're the big dogs, so you know they're paying most of the bills, getting the money. And this show has been cut off immediately by Nike. <laughs> yes. They have called and they have said uh, no more for you, Zach. I don't care. I'll get blackballed by them. I can show them their garbage jersey. It's terrible. <laughs> I hey, paid a good chunk of money to customize that thing. We'll give Russell a call and let them take back uh, over. There you go. You do that. And I'll Russell call Athletics. I'll call and one, and I'll get them. Hey, don't. I, I used Starter. to rock with their shoes all the time growing up. That was it. I'm I had calling a big foot, Starter so it was like right now. Cost effective. Oh, the and one well, shorts actually, no. are great shorts. Oh, and, yeah, the, and one, all, to, uh, the whole and one brand was fantastic. You can go back to Puma. Too. You know, remember when Puma was a NFL thing for a minute? Hey, I, I mean, it. that's more European, I guess. But I have a pair of Puma shoes; they're comfy. Yeah, yeah. 
New yep. Balance. I'll start right. I'll just go full dad shoes. Put cleats on the bottom of the dad shoes. The only worse, the only worst uniform I've ever seen is Adidas. Like for college, mm. those uniforms are bad. Yeah, those the, pro tech or tech fit jerseys or whatever they are. EIU went from New Balance, which was great. Then while I was there, they went to Nike for one year and said that was terrible. We're gonna go to Adidas. Went to Adidas, signed a bigger contract. Oh, these are worse. Like they're terrible. And so I'm like, you should have went back to New Balance because those were fantastic. New Balance is another great brand no one talks about. Yeah. Yeah, when I was at when I was at Auburn, we went that was when we were signing the contract for Under Armour. So we had four jerseys to test out before they signed the contracts. There was Adidas, Nike, Under Armour, and Russell, because Russell is right there and made in Alabama. And they let right. all of us try them on. And I swear to God, I, like as a lineman, you're trying on this tech fit jersey for Adidas that's supposed to be a 2X. And it's like a large if you're lucky. And it's like it's like stuck here. You know, the whole respect the belly commentary on Quinn Miners. Yeah, no, it's it's not just because of that. It's because you can't fit the Adidas jersey below that. <laughs> that was it. You would have to get like a 5X. And they're like, we're not going to make a 5X. They don't want to waste yeah. the material. But it's like, it's never going to get on. Yeah, it's like, you got to do something. And, and, if it, and if it does get on, the lineman? and if it does get on to halfway through their stomach, good luck getting the sucker off. You're gonna have to cut yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was miserable, man. Like, and that was just the trying on. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. I want to go with that one, the loose fitting Under Armour one, or the loose fitting Nike one. Give me those. Like, I don't care about the other ones. Hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't want Adidas. I I remember. I think Nike was what I had as my high school one. See, they're fine as like in professional play, but like the stuff they sell to people, to me, like whatever quality one they're it's, selling. You know, it's their pro model versus their uh, replica models, right? Okay, but I still want like the consumer model to hold up. Like, I should be able to put it through the ringer a little bit if I'm putting it on. You know? When they make old jerseys, it should be that brand of that jersey when it was made, so it's better. When you create an old jersey as a Nike material, it doesn't work. So that's why I won't do it. It's like, oh, that old brand should have been like a champion brand. I want that one. Oh, oh you're going to remake yeah. it into Nike? No thanks. Yeah. I don't want. I get the Mitchell and Ness throwbacks. Those See, are those, the throwbacks those I love. Are, I got because they use one. the material that is closer to what they used back in the day. I got I got a Ditbuckus one that that thing is a champion. Looks it's good stuff. Oh, shout it's out to Shout out to Colorcast. I got my Herbert jersey the other day. It's hanging up that I want. Hey. Oh crap, you got that? No kidding. That's what's up. I got the I, I have a Derrick Henry one coming in cuz I won that off of somebody's uh competition. Oh, man. Which I thought was hilarious cuz there's when they were playing the Colts and you know DJ's a giant Colts fan, so here I am <laughs> with a Derrick Henry jersey coming in as an Auburn guy. Getting an Alabama Alabama player who has tormented my entire fanship, and you know, also just happens to be a Titan. Like, yeah, it was like a double edged sword. Better keep that one close to the vest. It's gonna, oh, be, it's gonna be right behind me. Oh, you're, you're gonna. Oh, nice. I'm gonna I'm wear gonna this. I'm gonna wear this, but I'm gonna hate myself for. It. <laughs> <laughs> he is he is one of three Alabama players. I I will just say I respect the heck out of that. Him, Najee Harris, and Julio. Those those three. I will just. I can live. I can live with those three. Nice, but not Brian. Not Ingram. No, God. <laughs> Get that guy out of here. <laughs> but he's he's playing in New Orleans right now. He just set the rushing record for that franchise just last week. Well, it's amazing because he got negative one yards his entire first season there. Literally mm-hmm. averages minus one yards a carry. Like, how is that possible? I I don't know. Let's put Mark Ingram in and find out. Tell me. Runs into the back of the center. 
every single play. Yeah. Well, he's like, I'm not out of Alabama anymore where there's a hole every time I touch the ball. <laughs> this sucks. Well, that sounds like I have interior players on my offensive line for once. Oh, no. It sounds like how we were complaining or we were talking about with Justin Fields. It's like, I'm not at Ohio State anymore. There's not just like pl- plenty of time to protect and, you know, receivers getting open at a whim's notice. <laughs> yeah. What's like, going on? Like, oh, this isn't <laughs> this isn't uh, Indiana. This isn't uh... I can't just beat up on uh, Rutgers. What? Wait, I'm not back in Georgia and I'm not playing, you know, Fort Valley State again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Getting to rush 1,400 times for 4 billion yards. Oh, wait, the so... RPO can take three seconds instead of like one second. Oh, great. Perfect. Wait, you mean I don't have a superstar running back next to me to hand the ball off to? Uh, nope, I don't want it. Uh, no, nah, I'm good. Nah, sorry. <laughs> Who was this backup I have? What recruit was he? Backups? <laughs> well, I've said that so many times. At Ohio State, he had two running backs. If you look at it back in the COVID year, both running backs averaged over 100 yards a game. Two of them. Yeah. Although it's funny, we got two running backs that can get that can probably get those marks right now. So, like, at least that's there. Yeah, but these were, these were the guys that going in the first round of the draft type of 100-yard game guys. I know. <laughs> but, Sorry, Glil. <laughs> But you're not exactly a first even, round draft pick. Even Montgomery wasn't first round; he was second round. David Although Montgomery that, is a. I can mess around, but yeah, that dude's a bowling ball. That you're lucky if he can reach a top speed of 15 miles per hour. If I had my cart wall up that we've been talking about with the sound effects, I would have hit the. Uh, pay, I would have hit the the uh, freaking <laughs> ping pong like type of sound effect or something like that. <laughs> oh, I think I have that. Where's my? I have something. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Oh, no, never mind. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> But you're right. Great. Right. Damn it! What the hell was that? That's cheering. I was clapping. <laughs> that sounded like torrential downpour. Hey, no, I I have the white noise machine for that in the middle of the night. It is fantastic. That is nothing like the applause I just heard. Okay, it's, how about a blown out torrential downpour? Like we're we're clipping bad torrential <laughs> downpour. Okay, now it now it sounds like clapping. I had it too loud. I had it full. <laughs> he was redlining the applause. Right, you know, the thing was blowing out them. He's practicing for when the Bears actually, you know, decide to win. Yeah. There you oh, go. Wow. That's the best one. That's pretty snazzy. There it is. This is the yeah. worst podcast of all time. There we go. All right, I fixed it. <laughs> it's like a very non-scripted. Uh, late night talk show right now well me and zach are just delaying the inevitable of bears hurting our souls 
And then well, Zach's... Well, okay. I'll, Zach's, I'm more than happy to encourage that, too. No, it's okay. I'll jump in. I mean, look, they're playing the Ravens this week. I'm um, stalling that. You're just stalling a guy that was one of the best football players at Vanderbilt, if not the best. Go ahead and say it. Like, you're, you're already... You're teasing. We'll get there. We'll get there. The Bears are playing what the Ravens. You get there. You're like, you can't, you can't just we're, walk we're trying to, to, to delay the explosion of Zach's hairline at this point. You can't just like blue ball people with We that. want to like, delay you looking like Lori Lightfoot as much as possible. That's what look, we're trying we to just, avoid. Hang on. Let me get my, let me extend my forehead. Does that we had work? A 20, we had a 20 minute rant about randoms and then now we just teased him back in for the next 40 minutes. This is how you do it. This is marketing 101. Don't you know? Is my head big enough now to be Lori Lightfoot's head? <laughs> I don't think so. No, I, I think I think you still got, I think you got to go back a couple mornings just still. No, I think yeah, I think I need to go get the buzzer from my uh, bathroom. Start trimming down rows. You tell me when to stop. <laughs> Matt Nagy keeps calling plays for the Bears. You might might not be too far away from it. Though. Oh yeah, see that that'll start. Although although uh, you know maybe maybe he's kind of letting Justin Fields play to his strengths last few weeks. Well, really, last week since he wasn't coaching two, three weeks ago, so we got to be honest there. No, no, he has been he has been doing exactly that. He has been coaching Justin Fields to his strengths the last two weeks, where he was out with COVID and didn't play last week. And look, Justin Fields didn't turn the ball over. No, so what happens when you, when you have a bye week and a and a, and your coach isn't terrible? Yeah, last against the Steelers, almost three hundred yards passing. Whoa, that's pretty nuts to think about. You know, give it credit. Hey, I picked him for the upset over the Steelers, and they almost did it. They almost did. If Cash is smart, I'm telling you, if the ref didn't get all crazy up in his feelings, I'd have had a, I'd had an underdog pick. The ref wanted to make sure we all knew he was there, and yeah, now we know. The song advertising says, his only friends account. The song says to not be afraid to catch feelings, but like I do anymore. If you're an NFL player, them feelings are gonna gonna bite you in the ass. But now they have to play the Ravens, who are going to have a better run game than Pittsburgh. I thought Pittsburgh's run game was going to do well, and it did not. The Bears' defense did pretty well. Now you're going to have the Ravens, who Lamar Jackson can take off. And here the running backs are going to take off. And he can pass on top of that. And the Bears' defense is still banged up. Even though we had a week off, they're still hurting. Like, Cleo Mack wasn't supposed to come back till now, I think. Yeah. I think this was the more ideal time. He, he was out this. He was out as of our talking. Like I know. Uh, let's see who else. Alex Ogletree. I want. I mean, him getting back would be hopefully sooner rather than later. For being honest, um, I missed him during their game against Pittsburgh. Although Marsh filled in somewhat solid. I mean, Akeem Hicks. If he could stay fully healthy, that'd be nice. But anymore, it just seems like he has played banged up. Eddie Jackson, just for the coverage, okay, but. You know, obviously we know his tackling was really for for the against the Ravens. You just need to be able to get be aggressive and get back to Jackson, similar to how you saw it with Miami, um, slowing down the run, being able to key in on that, similar to how they were against Pittsburgh, which will be a tougher task, like you're saying, Steve. Uh, and then, my opinion, find a way to cover up any weakness that Vildor has in the secondary, because it seems like more consistently. He is like the one piece that gives up the big play or gives up the touchdowns or has been kind of that focal point for where can we find a weakness 
to take advantage of in Chicago's secondary. Because with Jackson out, you know, and Jalen Johnson can only get one side of the field at a time, he has been, especially in Pittsburgh, he gave up really most of the big plays was on him. You know, whether it was Fryermuth, him catching a touchdown, getting a touchdown catch over him, whether it was, you know, Johnson or or even Claypool at times, just it seemed like he is, he's the weak link at this moment. He's the weakest part. And it's been an obvious flaw so far this season. People are keying in on that. Look, you know, there's a lot to be said about this Baltimore game, uh, running game, but the fact is without Lamar, it doesn't work. Yep. They cut Le'Veon Bell. Yep. Uh, Devontae Freeman, I, I'm, I, he's the only hope they have for a running back right now. And you mentioned the Dolphins. Their cover zero against that that Ravens team shut them down. Literally mm-hmm. could not do anything against the cover zero. And, and we all know, just at that point in time, you have Lamar, you have Hollywood Brown. Why not just send him over the top and see what happens in the cover zero? You're not, you're not going to have a safety over the top. You can put, make a couple plays, but when that offensive line is as bad as they have been this season, you have an opportunity to to capitalize in, in those situations. And yeah, look, there's there's definitely holes on the Bears' defense to capitalize on. There's no question about that. But they do still have a vaunted front line, and even with with Khalil Mack still being fifty percent, he's still sixty percent better than almost every other rush end in the league. So, I mean, it's I'll take him at fifty percent over most of the other rush and fast rushers out there. So. I like the odds, and I still think Roquan in the middle. If you put him on a spy with Lamar, you don't have you have a whole lot less to worry about. Oh uh, yeah, going forward for sure. I think I think this is one of the Bears. Honestly, if their offense can get rolling, if you see Allen Robinson with look somewhat representative of what he's able to do again, like he did in last the last game they played, like I do think you have an opportunity to see the Bears not just like pull out an upset, but look good doing it for once. Which is shocking for me to say, but yeah. I don't think you're wrong. That that's when we be honest with you. I mean, if if you have a week off, and there's a lot of claiming, ifs, <laughs> well, right? If you have a week off, if you are continuing to claim that you are working on chemistry on the side with Allen Robinson, which has been the big news, which has been one of the bigger news pieces so far this year, with like, well, why is Allen Robinson not working well with Fields? And then Allen coming out a few weeks prior and going weeks back and going, well, coaching didn't let me really. I didn't really stay behind to work with fields and coaching didn't work me with fields during training camp. So it's been a work in progress and getting up to speed. Like we're doing training camp mid season. So that's that showed that there was some movement in that direction correctly against Pittsburgh, because he did have some great, some solid catches and fields was definitely on the same page at times. A lot more. So even Cole Komet best game of the season was against Pittsburgh. It's That's weird. a good sign. It's weird when you use the tight ends that you uh, drafted and signed a couple of years ago yeah, f- and finally five start solid using tight them. ends that can all catch really well finally. on that roster. Because that's what happened when, uh, in 2019. We had all these tight ends come in. Okay, look at these tight ends. Look at these wide receivers. All right, Trubisky, we can move him. We can move the pocket and, and zone read and power read. Never mind. Let's make him a pocket passer. Screw these tight ends. We're not going to use Jimmy Graham in the red zone. Uh, oh, I'll give up play calling halfway through. Oh, we're doing okay. Oh, I'm going to take it over. Like, he's supposed to be this offensive guru, and we, we thought it was going to be Andy Reid. But if you want the you want the same result, yeah, and but you don't have the chef in the kitchen, you're not going to have the result. Like, where well, that's not what's going to happen. 
There's a. He, you can say he's like Andy Reid, but he's like Andy Reid that played in Philadelphia trying to make it to the Super Bowl in the NFC Championship game where he just laid an egg so many different times. Like, he's that Andy Reid. He's not the Andy Reid that got him there, but he's that Andy Reid that laid the egg multiple times. Bingo. Um, and that's he, – he, he like, he tries so hard to coach his team, but he tries the wrong ways to coach his team. Like, I think it's simple. It's a simple film thing. Like, you guys mentioned, you know, maybe uh, – having Justin Fields play more like Lamar, well, that means your head coach needs to build an offense to be useful for, for Justin Fields. But he doesn't and do- <laughs> we, what is he successful at? Play action passes, especially when you consider literally look at this entire tape from Ohio State, 99% of his passes are off of play action. And it's off the, 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 you know, the read option and setting that up and then going from there. And then it's just next thing you know, everything works, but it seems like a simple game, and then Matt Nagy gets involved, and then it's like, huh, what if I throw Z's in here when there's just, just X's, and y, X's and O's? But let's throw a Z in there and see what happens. Like, you not? Well, Third down. Third down. Line doesn't really exist. I'm going to call streaks, post routes, and maybe a wheel route. Where's the under, where's the under ones? Yeah, they'll have enough time. He's got, he's got his legs. He'll, he'll we're going to block five game. while they're rushing clearly six or more. Yep, like, with <laughs> with our thirty nine year old offensive tackles, we'll be fine. It's great. I still can't. I can't. I honestly can't get over the first game. I watched Justin Fields against the Browns where he started, and I, Jermaine Effetti is on the outside trying to block Jadavian Clowney, who is not a great pass rusher compared to a run stopper. Right. He is a good pass rusher, but he's not a great one. Jermaine Effetti is literally backing up with his arms straight, his legs locked, trying to pass rush against a grown man, and I'm like. Have you never pass blocked in your entire life? Like this was the it was the hands down the worst pass block I've ever seen, and this was like on a on a third and short, and there's like a seven step drop, and I'm watching this, and it, it took two seconds, and 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 Jadavion Clowney was wrapped around Justin Fields' legs, and I was just like, this is not, <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> You're not wrong. I see those same frustrations now. Like I said, they've they've done more play action and tried to get more comfortable and out of the pocket type of movement but like even that browns game or like even previous matchups like say the buccaneers i've seen pass pro from the bears line where you'll have you an obvious blitz but somehow the guard will bail in for a double team with the center. <laughs> and i'm like that's not pass pro pass pro supposed to be a shell why are you acting like you're run blocking here <laughs> You can you can tell that there's a blitz coming from the safety, and you obviously just decided not to care. Like it's it so obvious. It's like you know, there's communication that needs to be done, obviously, between the quarterback and the line. But if you know you have a rookie quarterback, and I, in my experience as an offensive lineman, you help out your rookie quarterback, your young quarterback, and you help make some of those calls on blitzes if you can. It's been, it's it was always that simple, and then now it's like. Like if you're rushing, if you're if you're if you see six coming, and you know you're only blocking five, you better help somebody out. Like you better put your guy on the back and then do something else. Otherwise, you're done, or just at least don't get beat if you're the offensive lineman. But it seems like there's no pride on just not getting beat. Period. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, we'll, we'll deal with it later. I'll, I'll, I'll pick Justin Fields. I'll be the first one to pick Justin up. How about that? Okay, you you know who they need to hire, um, and. Because I think Matt, I mean Matt Nagy should be fired still at the end of the season. I don't, I do not see a scenario in my head, unless they run the table, which they probably won't, if you ask me, um, <laughs> that they will keep him. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking here, you know, okay, we get, we get someone that's, you know, an offensive guru, like say a DeBall, but here's, here's what I'm doing. You know, we want play action, all that. Let's get the king of play action, man. Let's get Gary Kubiak out of retirement, throw no. him into oh, Chicago. God. Oh God. <laughs> Bring back that te- Houston Texans, Matt Schaub offense with better Me. running. The twice record-setting sack offense that was Gary Kubiak's offense. I didn't yeah. say that he's investing in line. That's up to DeBall and whoever the new GM's GM I, is. I got one better for you. Go get Eric Bieniemy from Kansas City. You can do that too. They will never hire another Andy Reid coach ever again. Like a coach <laughs> that is also ever again. a portion you. Have in to that case, about. then you go to Tampa and you go get Byron Leftwich, and he will be your new head coach. This sounds like this feels like trap on it though. I like, think we I, need, they need to hire Doug Peterson. Oh God! Oh Lord! Well, let's keep in mind <laughs> the balls who I want. I'm just saying, Kubiak would be the coordinator. Or <laughs> what I hope happens is the Saints go, "Okay, Sean Payton, we're done with you. Like we're going to move on." And Sean Payton comes home to Chicago land and takes over the Bears. And then you get Taysom Hill as your quarterback, and you hate the world for the next however long Taysom Hill plays for. That sounds like a Chip Kelly trade that just means instantly fired next year. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but Sean Payton loves himself some some Taysom Hill. He's got something on Sean Payton. He's got some blackmail. How much are you selling this to where you can pull off a move like that? I'm selling Justin Fields heading on down to New Orleans. To get some gumbo and some wins. Look, they're gonna send. They're gonna send Taysom Hill on his non-guaranteed contract, and they're gonna send Jameis Winston and eating all his W's up to up to Chicago, and you're gonna have a choice between those two again. <laughs> and everybody's just gonna be sitting there wondering how is Taysom Hill still in a conversation for a starting job at 33 years old? And then Kubiak's calling play action. <laughs> Kubiak ends up in New Orleans, and yeah, leads up to a NFC South. Championship, and then every time Multiple I talk about dragon. the Bears, I will be very intoxicated even more than than we are now. No, <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> but at least they'll be in Arlington in a fancy new stadium, right? I'll be at the casino across the street that they'll build the entire time. I'll be, you know, they're going to build a complex around that too, like casino. There's going to be, you know, hotels. There's probably going to be apartment buildings up there. I'll be one of the schmucks that buys a hotel in Chicago and then drives half hour to go and then come back to Chicago immediately after the game. Because if I'm going to Chicago, I'm going for the city. The state, I mean, I love the Bears, but like, I want this. I don't know. I'm, I'm one of those guys I like the city over going to a stadium in the middle of nowhere. Just my opinion. So Chicago's cool. The first couple times you've been. And then I'm like, all right, I'm done. I've seen the bean. I'm done now. I don't need to see it again. Really? The, just the bean? The, 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 no, that, I, that's the first thing that comes to you. <laughs> no, I, no I, the, literally the first, time, so the first time I went to Chicago was actually for a game, for a Bears game. And like that was the thing we did outside the Bears game was go to the bean. And then we went and did the whole pier walk. And I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. There's so much walking. And if you guys know me, I hate walking. Well, I will say Navy Pier to me is uh, overrated. Yeah. Just, just gotta be honest. It's like San Francisco, like all right, cool. You got all that stuff on the pier. Don't care. Just here for the sports. Mm-hmm. Bye. Like I will go to my sporting events here. 
the bus is here, or well, in that case, it's the trolley is here, and I'm and I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah I Chicago's actually cool. Like until you go into a store and you're like, oh, this is very expensive. How much is oh, that yeah. coffee? Twelve dollars. Yeah, it's all right. Go to uh, plus I don't want to go on Michigan Avenue to the go to Michigan Avenue the to Nike store. <laughs> it You'll is, have a fun time it saying is cool, I can't though. afford this, this, and this. <laughs> Although that new star, that big Starbucks they have down there, it's one of the that's a fun experience. They have uh, you know they have coffee cocktails in that thing. Oh God, here we go, Zach. I'm serious. They're they're Zach's alcohol basically quite on us. Next I hear that's where be, that's where Lori Lightfoot hangs out. I didn't buy any of them. They were still too expensive. But like, <laughs> they have artisan coffee cocktails on the third floor. You know who you know who would probably like a coffee cocktail on the third floor, Zach? Smoking Jay, Jay. Cutler. <laughs> as long as it had a cigar bar next to it, Jay Cutler would be right there with him. I heard too that's where Jay Cutler hung bar. out. <laughs> but. But to, you can't do a cigar with the smoking Jay motif. <laughs> that means you're caring enough to know what you're smoking. I'm pretty sure that's where Jay uh, filmed his reality show. Probably was at a Starbucks. Oh well, he definitely looked like he uh, he, he he was dressed out by H and M. So it's not too far to go from H and M to to a Starbucks to do everything. Yeah, it seems like he's living the life, being the divorced uh, the divorcee that he is now. Podcaster. So, like, like, here's the question: Is is do we refer to him as Christian Cavallari's husband or ex-husband now, or is he still Jay Cutler? Like, has he like is it like the Zach Ertz and Julie Ertz thing? Like, has has Jay been surpassed by Christian Cavallari? Like, does, now that we're like, yeah, Christian Cavallari's ex, whereas like with Zach Ertz, it's like Julie Ertz's husband. See, I always just said Jay Cutler. I didn't give a I didn't give a rat's ass about the woman. I was like, that's Jay Cutler. But now, I mean, but now it's like he's. He's his own thing. I think he earned the Jay Cutler name back when he froze the bank accounts because she wanted money and he said, go get a job. That's Okay, good point. (laughs) That is is also (laughs) very true. So he was her husband. (laughs) He was referred to as her husband. And then when that happened, like, oh, you're smoking Jay again. Like, you're back back to what you were doing. I mean, I can see that moment too. Like, just said there was a cigar, just said there was a cigarette, like, get a job. Puts it back in. Drinks his whiskey. Like, nah, I'm, like, I don't want it. Because you know, know he has his helmet stuck on the back half of his head still. Like, <laughs> you, you know, I'll tell you one thing. He Between him and Eli Manning, those two had, have had some of the best reveals of joining Twitter in recent years. Like, I, I, I just uh, seeing how they interact with modern social media, because Cutler came late to the party just like how Eli did after retirement. And they're like, and it's just gold sometimes. Well, I, look, you're know. talking about Eli flipping off a camera. What would Jay do in front of a live ca- live camera? I wonder. Smoke like, one. <laughs> just he just start rolling one out like just just all right there on the table. ESPN would be like, yeah, we'll pay for it. F it. This is gold TV. <laughs> hey, can you get Marshawn on the show, uh, Jay? Like, like can we get can then, we get, can we get a Skittles flavored one? Oh my god! I, oh, I thought you were talking about Brandon Mar. I heard Marshall. I was like, "Oh, bring Brandon Marshall!" Oh on god, the show that would be a fantastic him. one too. That get those two on the same love hate relationship at the at the max right there. That would he, be beautiful. He's friends with Big Cat. Have you ever watched any of those podcasts with those two? Oh yeah. The best one <laughs> was Jay. Is it true that you looked at a kid went up to you and said, "I want to go to Vanderbilt," and you said, "I don't care." 
to him and he goes, I can't say I did, but I also can't say that I didn't. And they <laughs> explain yourself. Well, I was at Wrigley Field at a Cubs game. Lots of drinks were had. We were there all day. I'm in the bathroom. And maybe that was said. I don't know. <laughs> he goes, I have no idea. <laughs> we're just going to go with possibly. I just don't care. Well, it's funny because in the in the era of now, you see the, the the quarterbacks and stuff that are you know sidelines of other sporting events chugging beer. God, where was Jay Cutler during this era? Like, I need a Jay Cutler sighting at a at a Chicago Bulls game, like courtside or wherever he wants to be at a game at courtside. And I want to see him chug because I know he he can give Bakhtiari a run for his money, guaranteed. I'm going to tweet at him right now and say on your podcast, I need to see you chug a beer, and then put. <laughs> Tag Aaron Rodgers. And Tom Brady, too, because evidently Tom Brady knows how to chug a beer ridiculously fast, too. And that's one he did on late night. And I was like, no. That healthy du- that healthy dude does not know how to chug. It turns out he knows how to chug a beer. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just tequila yeah. on a boat. Can, oh, can no, I- well, I mean, avocado tequila on a boat, man. That's, you know, I, I still have no idea what avocado tequila is, but must be really good. Who wants mezcal? Smoky tequila, basically. Because the only way the Bears could could win this season is that if they had Jay Cutler, who was the best Chicago Bears quarterback of all time. Yeah, statistically he was. Does that Man, hurt sometimes, I, Zach? When you yeah. hear that and you just think it does. It, like, it, it, it does. <laughs> it, it does because you look back and there's nothing else to really point to. And I've I've started to move away from the whole. There's some people that are blinded because of. You will talk Jim McMahon, and they'll be like, "Oh my God, Jim McMahon!" And be like, "Jim McMahon was injured so often in his career, and he was lucky to get a Pro Bowl in any of his time playing in the NFL." Well, and he had the best running, one of the top two he best had, running back of all time. Such oh, heart, he had yeah. such heart. But the well, dude, he had Gail Sayers, I believe, at that point in his time in well, his career as Walter well. Payton, yeah, Walter Payton. No, Gail Sayers was gone by then. Yeah, I thought when Jim McNan was a rookie, didn't he have Gil Sayers? No, Sayers only had Sayers had a really short career. I mean, it was short. I just like I, for some reason I thought they overlapped. Still, I don't know. Nah. They all run together in that that era. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you have no viable options for knee surgery, when when your yeah. jerseys look the same, the exact same as they did seventy four years ago, it's hard for me to tell one year to the other. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need some, some duplicity in your jerseys. Chicago, help me out. You, you know can, what Jay makes me jealous of is that he retired, and then when he split up from Cavalry, he then got a podcast. And I went, "All right, let's see." And he builds a studio. And went, "Damn, I wish I could just like retire from football and then build a studio with my own money the way he does." <laughs> well, you know, tier one studio. You know how I guys joke. This is a damn effing bed sheet. Like you, know, <laughs> I'm like, I want to put in a desk. And run cabling and well, have cameras away from the action and split three shots. You know? But what a boss so, move of like, I'm retired. Miami wants to know if you'll play. Now I'm retired. They'll give you this amount of money. All right. I'm back. All right. <laughs> Literally comes in out of shape, like looking like Mac Jones post post championship run with the belly out and everything. And he's like, yeah, I'm still good. I can still sling it. We're good. And he even and he admits does. it. They were. He even says it. He goes, "I only played for Miami for the money." He's like, "I straight up, I was like, I just wanted the money." That that gig, I think, solidified his smoking Jay legend beyond just the Chicago like attitude. 
because him just coming back for I just am here for the cash. <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, All right, I'm gonna go now. <laughs> it was fan. It was it was crazy. It was just like yeah, whatever. Ten million dollars on a one year contract. That's what I just like, looking. I can't remember if it was ten or twelve. Like we'll give you ten million dollars guaranteed if you come back. I mean, I mean right. think about it. The guy now has a permanent guest. The guy now has a permanent guest appearance as his own character model on Gridiron Heights, and the dude's been retired for several years now. But yeah, that guy, that guy's character will still show up with the freaking tie with the freaking floral shirt, like he's in Miami still, because it's just that much of a it's that much of a love character. Yeah. So that persona. Actually, Jay only had to pay, play fourteen games in that one season too, because he he went out with a concussion. So. Yeah, 14 games, 2,600 passing yards, 19 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. $10 million for that. Yeah. I could give you that for $10 million. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. No, nah, probably not, but I could try. Sure as hell try. <laughs> you can I even, might leave in game one with a concussion, but I'm going to try. You can even give me $7 million and I'll go out there and try it. Yeah, like... I can give you at least a lot more effort than Jay gave you. I can guarantee that much. But looking back at it, Jay gave effort. He just was very emotionless. And he talks about it. He goes, people thought I didn't care. He goes, the only time I didn't care was Miami. I wanted the money. He's yeah. like, in Chicago, I actually tried. And yeah. he's like, you have to care if you're playing NFL football or you're going to die. Like, yep. you're going to get killed. He goes, people just wanted me to be this raw, raw, raw guy. And he goes, I'd rather not. I'd rather not do that. Yeah. But where it pissed people off was the NFC Championship game where he hurt his knee and then didn't come back in. Which was legit. I mean, later on, it was legit that he had a tear. But at the you time, know. it didn't look like it. It was just like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah look, it's funny because like in all the other sports in the world, you can have your leader not be a raw, raw guy. And it's like, no, that that's perfectly fine. Like everybody's accepting of that. Look at Kawhi Leonard; he's not a raw raw guy, but he is a le- unanimous leader of the uh, of whatever teams he's ever been on. Like it was no doubt he was the leader of that Toronto Raptors team. Period. And it's in baseball all the time. You see it in basketball. You know, hockey. You see it at everything. Goalies all the time are super quiet. They're not raw raw guys in in, in hockey, but they're the leaders. Same in soccer, to some degree. Uh, but, you know, with football, it's like if your quarterback isn't a raw, raw guy, somehow he's deficient somehow. But, like, some of the best quarterbacks, in my opinion, aren't raw, raw guys. I, I mean, really, like Peyton Manning, I don't look at Peyton Manning as a raw, raw guy. Peyton Manning was like, I'm not going to get in your face and yell at you if you, you know, I'm going to tell you you did it wrong, and that's all I'm going to tell you. We've practiced it enough. I don't need to tell you anymore. Like, Aaron Rodgers, definitely not a raw, raw guy. He's going to be like, no, dude, you suck. And that's going to be that. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you know, Alex Smith, definitely not a rah-rah guy. But somehow they're like, you know, most of these guys are like in their when they're coming in the league, we're always looked at as deficient because that was their they weren't a rah-rah guy. They weren't emo- overly emotional. But Peyton obviously showed emotion on the sideline and he was caught on camera. Jay was just like he kept his emotions in check, which to me is a the best quarterback trade ever. If I if my quarterback's gonna keep his emotions in check, sign me up. Like that means he's cool under pressure. That means I have fourth quarter going down, you know, down by down by seven. I need a touchdown drive and a two-point conversion. We get the touchdown. Now we need the two-point. He's going to be the exact same as he was two minutes ago. I'm like, cool. Give me that. I'd do it. But, the yeah. only thing that made me pissed off watching him, and I would talk to Jay Cutler all day. If he ever talked to me, like, I'll talk to him for hours, was his drop back. He just got the ball and backpedaled. I hate that. It just. Yeah, that was the 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 drop back is the least, especially as a coach. Like you're 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 especially looking at that, and you're like pulling your hair out, you know. And it's like for 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 anybody else, like for a lineman, I'm like, I just want to know where he's going to be. <laughs> well, because like, he would do that with the backpedal, you don't know when he's just backpedaling and still making the throw. I'm like, God damn it, he's just going to keep doing it because he can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and like Brent Favre, he's like, I'm gonna do yeah. what I want. Gunslinger mentality, man. You you think it's the, you think something's there, and you're gonna either make it damn sure that it's available, or you'll pay the price. You know, it's uh it's the biggest gamble in any style of quarterbacking. And he had what three offensive coordinators during his time? Well, oh, yeah. uh, sounds about right. That yeah. that would be close. Well, he yeah, he had, he had Martz Maggie, at one point, Tressman, Tice, yes, yes, Tice was one of those for sure, and three um, different head coaches. Tice was after Tice was after Martz, I believe, and then it then went to Tressman, yeah, and then let's see, well, no, Martz, yeah, let's see, Martz, and then Martz was replaced with Mike Tice. Mm-hmm. Who hired Jeremy Bates as his coordinator, and then Tressman was the next head coach in thirteen. Then, oh, the Bears hired John Fox as a new head coach. Mm-hmm. Right, and um, the, the thing I actually forget who was the coordinator during Fox's era. I think um, they that... kept uh, what's his name. Oh my god! Um... I don't remember. That yeah, one, I, I, think, I think they kept. Uh, that wasn't oh, Gase in there. I, no, because Gase moved on. Well, no, he moved on in 2016. So right, John Fox was hired in 2015. So yeah, it probably was Gase in mm-hmm. 2015. That makes sense. That's ridiculous. I, it's still like. Well, so. he had Ron Turner too in 2009. It says. Yeah, that's true. That was his first year. It was the tail end of Turner's uh, tenure. With Chicago, and that was like the that was like right at at the end of his warm welcome there. Because I mean, he bought himself time getting to the Super Bowl, and you know they were doing so so injuries and just trying to figure out if it was player personnel. And eventually, he of course got the axe. Well, yeah, <laughs> my got- dad used to my dad used to hate Ron Turner's style because it seemed like it was so it was super screen heavy. Um, passing game was very lethargic at times you know um 
and it's typical Bears run first, pass second mentality. It's just that. And then he had Adam Gaze for cocaine. Like at least he was yep. level headed before, before he, cocaine. <laughs> or bath salts. Adam, like Adam just... Gaze BC. <laughs> oh yeah, here we okay. So here we go. Here's all the here's the list of coordinators. We got Ron Turner, Mike Martz, and then it was Mike Tice. Yep. And then Aaron Cromer under Tressman. Okay, that one I don't remember actually. Yeah, I definitely don't remember Cromer. Yep, because that was when Tressman replaced Lovey Smith. Mm-hmm. So then he replaced him with Aaron Cromer, and yeah, let's let's see. Cromer vets he gets fired along with Tressman and the rest of the staff. Then Ryan Pace hired John Fox and Adam Gase as coordinator. Yep. So yep, that makes sense. And then replaced by Dole Luggins. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's how could I forget Dow Loggins? Good God, go. that's how you. They advertised him like crazy as this Adam Gase successor, and he was nowhere near the Adam Gase successor whatsoever. It was so it was Diet Gase, and that was when Gase was at his height <laughs> of cocaine. Of, yes. of cocaine. <laughs> yes, that was Diet Gase. That's all that Loggins became. You know. We all thought it'd be like Kenny Loggins with the hits. I think he took. Like, I think he just sniffed the bat salts before the Bears. Then he got to the Jets and was like, "I have to upgrade this and do a snort of cocaine before everything." And snort of cocaine, tab of X, and we're good. Yeah, that's how, we, that's how we're gonna get get through coaching for the Jets. So I think Zach, Zach agrees that Jay Culler was the best Bears quarterback. I think is what this is coming down to. No, I mean, it, I'm not, I've. I've basically told you both in some way, shape, or form the last year or so. Like, I know I become so I become sympathetic more so as I've gotten older. I've worn them down in the last year and a half. I, I become a depressing fan of this franchise because I was one of those that was like, it could be better, and I was like, and I learned later it's like we actually had it. <laughs> it's just we didn't capitalize on what we had to be better. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm and plus, also like looking back, like the Jerry Angel failed to build a good offensive line at the time for Jay Cutler. He's one of the most sacked quarterbacks in that period, and it led to his injuries, whether it was hand issues or you know things of that nature that knocked him out. You know, for Christ's sake, part of the reason Lovey Smith got fired was because they started seven three. Jay Cutler gets knocked out, and they go they go out of the, they miss a wild card, finishing ten and six. If Cutler's there, I bet Lovey Smith has another few years under his belt. Maybe, not saying he'd be here today, but dude would probably have lasted a few more seasons if they make a playoff berth. He'd be the Marvin yeah. Lewis for the Chicago Bears. Just never to really a degree, get yeah. To a degree, I, I get that. Here's a here's a handkerchief if you want it for uh for your tears of glory for finally accepting Jay Cutler in your heart. Thank you. Your Lord for, and Savior has returned. Thank He's you for accepting Jay Cutler as your Lord and Savior. Space for me. <laughs> you can join us in the whiskey drinking fan club. That's okay. I got I got some Canadian whiskey downstairs. I'll we'll talk after. No, we don't drink Canadian whiskey in Jay Cutler's fan club. No, it's, it's all about the American ride. I have to go to the liquor store then. That's all I got in, in the fridge. I'm, a, I'm running a little light. It's either that or I still got that leftover icy light from when we went to that tailgate, Kelsey. Hey. Free beer is free beer. No, it is. It is. I'm just telling you, <laughs> those are my options right now. That's, That's what I'm. Well, you need, you need American whiskey and the smaller cigars or cigarettes. One of the two. 
That's the only thing yeah. that's acceptable. Swisher sweets and American whiskey. Cigarillos. No, cigarillos. You need cigarillos. So now when you go to now when you go to the store, like going to store by Colt forty five then. <laughs> so now when you go to the store, this is what's going to pop in your head. What would Jay Cutler do? That's going to pop into your head. By Colt you gotta get beef jerky too, and a giant steak for no reason. Like no, you have I to get a t- giant tomahawk steak for no reason other than just slap it down on the table when you start your podcast. Tomahawks, tomahawk steak, Jack Daniels, and a pack of Newport's menthol. <laughs> so when you guys start your fourth and four, I expect to see a big slab of meat being slammed on the table. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> I'll start with the fake child cigarettes too, because I don't, I don't smoke cigarettes in the norm. Although I do smoke cigars on occasion. I, I am a, that's so, fan of the. I'm what I'm hearing is when we do our, our our tailgate, our color cast tailgate in Chicago, in we Chicago. can do the tomahawk steak. In Chicago, by the way. In Chicago, whenever that happens, we, we can, can maybe just, just tweet you know, it. just got to prove what we already going to do good at. Can you know, ColorCast get Jay Color to show up? We can talk. We can talk to him. I mean, if he did, uh, it would make uh, We're going to uh, like at this point, <laughs> I feel like we'll have better luck reaching out to Jay Cutler on the uh, on on Twitter on on the Twitter sphere and be like, "Jay, please help us out." I, we will tweet at him every day, twice a day. Until he just says yes. we'll just pick a game next season and just be like, Jay, this game right here, we're gonna do a color cast thing. We need you here. Please. And we want you to promote the Bears going to Arlington. That's all I want you to do. Just you know what? You can promote whatever you want. Just show up. Just show up. <laughs> we'll provide the whiskey, we'll provide the cigarettes. You just show up and look like your normal Jay Cutler self. And we'll bring children for you to yell about how not to go to Vanderbilt or how you don't care. Like we'll yeah. get it done. That's a beautiful story. <laughs> Go find that. It's the, like the first podcast they did for Big Cat. <laughs> That's a beautiful story. <laughs> it's great. And then he's now appearing on more podcasts. You just have to find him. And he's going to run for his kid's school board here in like two years or something. Oh, but. God, yes. <laughs> yes. Obviously. Let him be the kindergarten school dad. That'll, oh, that'd be the funniest thing ever. First of all, your funding would come from Jay, so you don't have to worry about it. Everything's going to be funded. But secondly, the, could you imagine the emails they send out? Like, Jay's like, yeah, just be there. And then he's going to say something stupid. Like, just be there, assholes. Like, it's going to be this time. <laughs> Someone emails to complain, shut up. <laughs> oh, that's not how this works. Shut up, lady. <laughs> you don't want to go to school here? Good. Get out. Oh, we're not allowed to smoke anymore? What is this, the 1940s? Oh, okay, Jay. We're not allowed to have whiskey in the desk? Damn it. Well, I'm out. I'm done, guys. (laughs) This has been a fun two days as the school board president. I have to resign. He would 100% have a false whiskey door. Just so you know, it's like the fancy books that nobody knows how to pronounce. And then you just pull pull it back, and there's just giant stacks of whiskey. Oh, I... I'm. I have that much confidence in your, like you're saying that he probably does have something like that, for whenever, wherever, you know, the enjoyment. I've dreamt about it. I know Jay Cutler's probably done it at that point in time. It's like if it, when it comes to hiding alcohol, I feel like he's probably already done it. You want to know why that podcast studio is so big? He needs drawers for each kind that he has. His soundproofing is just empty bottles that are stuck between the walls. <laughs> Helps to amplify the noise inside of the room, keeps all the noise outside. Beautiful. 
But I'm glad you've accepted him as your Lord and Savior. Now you know when you go to a store, what would Jay Cutler do? That's all you got to do. Right. When Bears well, again, fans do that more often, we'll be happier. That's why I haven't hit complete he, rock bottom I mean, yet. I mean, it's either that or I argue for like a, for Sid Luckman, a QB that I never watched live and is from a generation that I cannot relate to or understand at this point in my life. Who maybe threw a total of 20 forward passes in his entire career. Yeah, well. So to wrap up a great podcast of Jay Cutler and how Nike sucks at, at, at uniforms, what do we think about this Bears-Ravens game? Who's going to win and why? Bears by three because Matt Nagy does not suck this time. <laughs> he you have more faith than I do. <laughs> Raven, Ravens by ten. I think Ravens by three. And don't and don't worry, Kelsey. I'm ready to. We'll have a nice little chat if that's wrong, and we can. Oh, don't worry. Be, yeah, we will have a, a nice little chat. Because what it'll, it'll be, be a, is it'll be a. Oh my God! What what will be? <laughs> this is this is the second playing week in a row that I have picked the Bears, and the Bears fan has not picked the Bears, and he has tried okay, to convince well, me out of picking the Bears both times. Okay, well, like I'm as a professional, consistent. as a professional Bears fan, I need to tell you what happens <laughs> when you pick the Bears. It's the same when I pick the Cowboys. I understand. I understand. Well, at least the Cowboys are playing competent this year. Eh. More than what yeah. they have been. Yeah, well, you know, it doesn't make up for the other 20 years I've been a fan of nothingness and disappointment. It's very similar to the Bears. An era we can't relate to. You guys, at least wanna, you guys at least want to, you guys at least want to, at least gone to an a NFL Super Bowl in the last 20 years. I, Cowboys haven't. Yeah. Well, that's true. Gone. The highlight yeah. of Hester and then. I forgot we had Sexy Rexy as the quarterback, and it's like, oh, wait a minute. What a joke of a guy. I still love that nickname. Like, if you And if you meet people that aren't don't know Chicago, like, re, like last few decades history of the team, that nickname is, like, out of left field, and it, like, throws everyone off their game. Like, what the hell is that from? Sexy Rexy? You, <laughs> is that seriously what they called him? Yes. Yes, that is that is a thing we used to We went from do. Sexy Rexy to uh, Orton. To Orton, to Cutler, then to, to Smoking Jay, Smoking. Well, I think no. I think it went from. Well, there was also Greasy that was Jason in there. Campbell. You know, Campbell. Oh, yeah. yeah, Campbell yeah. was in for a spell, but like. And you guys never gave Jason Campbell a chance, even though he was probably your best chance at a passing quarterback. And then you let him go. That, that that's what. Well, no, it was actually Jason Campbell, then Rex Grossman, and then Orton, and then Cutler. Because Jason no, Campbell graduated uh, college in 2004. Then we had Greasy, didn't we, at one point? Oh, yeah, Greasy, yeah. Because That's what I was saying, yeah. Because then Color went to Denver. He and uh, Philip Rivers had arguments from the sideline. Rivers was yelling mm-hmm. at him and not cursing. And then Jay goes, yeah. I'm out. Give me back, uh, give me back Mark Trestman-era Josh McCown, please. I will oh, take that Josh stretch McCown. of games any given day of the week. I forgot about him. That was, that was legendary stuff right there. We've had a lot of quarterbacks. And not a single one of them other than Jay Cutler could throw the ball. Yeah. Until now. Now you have Justin Fields. They at least have somebody to throw the ball. Not only was yeah. Jay Cutler the best quarterback, he was the most 
tenured probably throughout. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he absolutely, was. eight years, eight years. Well, seven years. This just man brings more to the point of man got a, a freaking five-year, hundred and sixty million dollar contract, and it was worth yeah. every penny. Sure, to have the best Bears quarterback of all time would have been in twenty twelve, but. When they paid him, it didn't feel like it was worth the money. <laughs> you take that contract, you put it to today for what you got. You're like, man, I got a still of a quarterback. Oh yeah, I mean QB markets inflation times infinity. Anymore. Back then, I, I think you still got a still of a quarterback because I can't think who you would have replaced him with. That was a, even available during those time I mean, periods. I mean, let's think about it this way: like Jay Cutler was the highest paid NFL player for a season at one point. That was a great season. You guys got to the NFC Championship game. No, that is not the year that he was the highest paid. <laughs> oh, was it two thousand nine that he was actually considered? No, the no, paid? it was it was after that. Like he got a he got a five year deal. Um, oh, like did they back 20... it? They back back scaled it. Yeah, yeah. Then no, like he got the deal at, like the worst time. It was like as everything was falling apart, and he also wasn't at times playing his best. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. Things happened. It is what it is. I still, so it's, so it's I, have a, I have a place in my heart for him, guys. Like I, I get sympath. I, I have sympathized in recent years. It's just the younger me. After until we stop recording, recording and other trade, words yeah. come out. Yeah. <laughs> once, just, we hit, once we hit stop on the record button, Zach's just gonna go off. Like, how dare you make me do this? It's just what? the what if, you know? The what if he hasn't slept all week. We come back to it. He hasn't slept all week, and it was Thursday. He goes, "I hope Steve forgets that we're doing this." And then I send a message. <laughs> ah, damn it, we're doing you, this. You guys have been dying for this whole week. I can tell. It's been. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this since we talked about it. You're right. You're right. You ago. look forward to bringing the name up ever since we started doing NFL shows together. Hey. It's a great trigger because he's such a he's such a dynamic a, a piece of work. I mean, look on the field, fantastic. Off the field, you're like, huh? He's just a dude, dude that's uh, probably belonged down south as a redneck, but you know he was born <laughs> in Illinois, <laughs> so he got to be an Illinois redneck, and oh that's that's uh, good enough for him. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with being an Illinois redneck. See, yeah, exactly. But like literally, Jay Cutler is a stereotypical redneck, like from the down from down south. Like he literally fits that mold perfectly, down to the plaid. Although he doesn't wear enough camo, for well, you know. Well, to to slowly wrap it up, does not anyone not remember the chicken coop story every day on Instagram? He did like who's killing the chickens, and he's yes, trying to figure yes. it out. Like, come on, he lives in Tennessee. He has chickens. He's trying to catch the foxes that are killing the chickens. I remember like day four, only two have died today. We are going to catch them. Day ten, nobody's so died today. <laughs> he could have. He could have made a, a, a drama documentary on that. Who's killing the chickens in Jay Jay Cutler's chicken coop? Who needs Cavalier? Who needs her reality show? I have my own. And they also asked. It's only a five minute long show, but it's still like the most drama you'll have. They even asked him, they said, how hard was it to do a reality TV show? And he said, it was the easiest thing I've ever done in my life. And they're like, what do you mean? He goes, they try to make you do things that try to act a certain way. And I said, no, this is how I'm going to act. I'm going to be myself. <laughs> Guys, have you seen me? I'm already memeable enough. Why try to make it harder? Well, I'm, I'm just glad he was himself because like, 
We got the real smoking J. That's also it too. It, look, he in that show. I watched one episode, and I laughed the whole time because his responses were yes. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for forty or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of thirty-five dollars or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. No. You know, I don't know. Maybe. I'm going to go. Bye. Like That was literally his whole response the entire episode. Like, I'm like, this is the greatest reaction I've ever seen to a reality show. Like, you know, he's like, they're like, Jay, expand. No. I'm good. I don't want to. How much are you paying me? I'm good. It's fine. <laughs> you pay me less than the Dolphins? No, nah, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to entertain this. We'll give you $12 million. All right, I'll talk for a minute. <laughs> then I'm out. I'll give you five words of response. That's all you're getting from me. <laughs> all right, any last thoughts on the Bears? Honestly, just continue the progress of getting – Justin Fields into a comfortable situation. You know, this is your most hyped about quarterback in recent memory. You know, if we're going to talk about QB history, Chicago, this is the one that everyone and their mother assumes is the best chance to be the guy, you know, uh, and really it's all about getting him comfortability in all in the offense and getting him to where he's cool with the speed of the NFL. I know he said that he thought it was slow in preseason, but like, dude is needed to catch up. He he, he was bluffing. We all yeah. we all suspected it, and, then and it obviously happened. Off. Right. So it's all about comfortability. Keep the play action coming as long as it's working. Get more get, lean on that run game when needed. Find ways to avoid making the pass pro a liability for him. And we can keep seeing games like Pittsburgh where. There should have been a win there if it isn't for penalties and you know some poor coaching and decisions and you know mentalities, unfortunately. So yeah, you know, there's progress being made. Keep the progress going. Defensively, just you know, anything that shows improvement like he did in Pittsburgh, where you know, against Baltimore, if you're able to hold down the run, force uh force at least Anything that's a pass situation that you can maybe cover up liabilities, mostly Vildor. I'm, I know I'm keying in on one guy, but Vildor has been every game I've watched. I, I pull my hair out watching the guy blow a 20 or 30 yard pass every game. It's bound to happen. But limiting liabilities like that and getting healthy on the defensive side of the ball, getting Jackson back, somehow find a way to keep Hicks healthy, Ogletree being in the starting lineup, those would be pieces I wish we can see. So. You know, I still think they'll lose to Baltimore, but I want to say that maybe you see some more progress with Fields 
could be wrong. You know, and what, what Miami did to Baltimore, it opens the door for anything to happen. Yep. Oh, you have little faith. Like it's it's to me, I look at it just keep keep Justin Fields healthy. That's your if you're the bear if you're the Bears for the rest of the season, if you're the coaching staff, you're the front office, your job the rest of the season is Justin Fields is healthy. Period, point blank. Anything that questions that, like, I don't care if you – it's going to sound – and then Bears fans, hate me if you will. Playoffs don't matter anymore. Your job you know. is until you can get new new linemen to fill in those gaps, and whether that's through the draft or Tevin Jenkins or all these guys getting healthy again, which, by the way, Tevin Jenkins missing this season has absolutely killed a lot of the blocking schemes, which would have protected at least one of the sides of Justin Fields. Um, so, you know – at this at this point in time, just keep that in mind. And it's you got to go back to Andy Dalton. You got to go pull Nick Foles off of practice squad play. Do so because it's it's so much better to watch that than to watch your number one quarterback, your future of your franchise, get injured. And if if a Fetty's going to be blocking the way he has, and you you know the other side of the offensive line is going to be blocking the way they have, don't do it. Like just don't throw him back out there. And that's that's what I look at for the rest of the Bears, the, the Bears season. Like. It's going to be cool. You're going to upset a couple people here and there if you keep them in, but really just just, just keep them healthy. Health is more – I'm more concerned about his health than him picking up the, the speed of the game. That will come naturally. The health is more worrisome. Yep. Keep everyone healthy, offensive line healthy. Matt Nagy, quit being you, and it'll be fine. That pisses me off. The draft day with all the stuff around his wall, the play sheets, I'm like, what? This looks like uh, – a crazy house, <laughs> like you're freaking crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was, little, I saw, when I saw that, I was like, "Well, coaches." He also gave away his entire playbook, by the way, during that. Like, you screenshot. He's he literally has the, the cameras in 4K, and he has all these up there. It's a perfect like. You scan in, you're getting 1080p worth of quality on that play sheet. Yeah, like you can see every detail where everybody's supposed to block. So, good job, Matt Nagy. You gave away your entire playbook. All for looking good on the draft day. Sigh. And he likes the taunting rule. And we'll end it. We can end it that. He likes Mega the, boo. the all the, picked last all the dodge. He picked, picked last in dodgeball at school, so he has to have the taunting rule put in. Uh but uh, he deserves to be taunted. But thanks guys for coming on. Uh when this comes out. If you guys stay tuned, they'll be right back with their fourth and four show. Uh, so if you guys are watching on when this comes out, stay tuned there. There's just coming right, right now. Yep. So thanks guys. Stay tuned. Watch fourth and f- fourth and four. And they'll probably continue to talk about smoking Jay there to continue the conversation. And uh, thanks guys for coming on with the insight for jerseys, Jay Cutler and the bears. All the time. Anytime you need me. Bingo. Same, same. There you go. I hope you guys enjoyed that Chicago Bears pregame and the great conversation with Zach and Kelsey. And hopefully you guys think that Jay Keller is the best Chicago Bears quarterback of all time. We certainly agree. So I think Kyle or Zach, you know, agreed at the end there. Um, so thank you guys so much for watching that at the end here. I want to give you my NFL week 11 picks really quick. Um, 
I had posted earlier, I took New England over Atlanta. Indianapolis Colts traveled to Buffalo, but I think Buffalo's going to get back on track. So I've got Buffalo over the Colts, uh, Ravens over the Chicago Bears, unfortunately. Cleveland's going to have to get back on track versus MCDC in Detroit. Tennessee and Houston against my old coach uh, for both teams of Lovey Smith. Tennessee is playing great. So I'm going to take Tennessee, Green Bay over the Minnesota Vikings. Aaron Rodgers is going to be coming back with a vengeance. Miami is surprising me. So right now I'm going to take Miami Dolphins over the New York Jets. New Orleans Saints versus Philadelphia Eagles. I cannot get a read on New Orleans at all. So I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm going to take the Washington football team over the Carolina Panthers, even though Cam Newton is there. I think the Washington football team is just going to come and play better. San Francisco was surprising a lot of people. I think they're going to um, beat the sticky finger Jacksonville Jaguars. Joe Burrow and Cincinnati Bengals travel to the Las Vegas Raiders, and I think the Bengals are going to Bengals are going to Bengals Bengals are going to uh, beat them in Las Vegas. Dallas Cowboys travel to Kansas City. Kansas City has been just a roller coaster this year, so I'm going to pick the Dallas Cowboys. Arizona Madden Cardinals are facing Seattle with still a banged up team. I am going to take the Arizona Cardinals. Pittsburgh Steelers over the chart, playing the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to get back on track, so I'll take the Chargers over the Pittsburgh Steelers. And New York Giants travel to Tampa Bay to play Tampa Bay, and I think Tampa Bay is going to win that game. So there is my NFL Week 11 picks. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening again on the video version. Uh, it's our NFL or our belly up pregame for the NFL Sundays. Uh, you're wrapping up right now with me and the Bears pregame. Stay tuned for with Zach and Kelsey and the crew for fourth and four. They're coming up right next on the audio ver- or on the video version. Uh, again, if you want the full video version of this with Kelsey and Zach, please. Uh, go to this Coach Steve Show YouTube channel and get the full video. And you also get this video, but you get the full one, the audio. You're going to get the full audio. Um, Zach, I apologize if I called you Kyle for some reason because I think I'm thinking of Kyleman as your last name. So I apologize, Zach. Please, please don't ever ignore me when you want to come back on. Continue to come back on. Um, but again, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, the video version, stay tuned for Fourth and Force. So you guys stay tuned with Kelsey and Zach and the crew as they talk all NFL and everything else to lead you up to your Sundays and then stay tuned for after them for rough cut sports cast and MD's fantasy football. So again, thank you guys so much for listening and just like Matt Nagy as the bears fall, we all hope he is. We are gone. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. 
It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.